You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. It is your host, Amy Gerard, and I am back with little girl Lisa. What an opening what for an the opening. start of the year. I am feeling incredibly refreshed. I feel like I've had like six weeks off. Oh, Same. no, four weeks, four weeks. Um, and apparently in podcast land, that's like a no-no, but I was burnt the fuck out by the end of December. I don't have a podcast, but same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you. We were at a kind of breaking point. I feel like when we kind of, when was it when we kind of clocked off? Like midway, oh no, for me it was when school holidays started. I don't think we officially clocked off till like the 20th because we still had some things going oh, out. Oh, we had to go in and shoot shoes and socks. Oh, no, no. Sorry, just guys. I had a little cold that day. <laughs> and this one said because I was holding her phone to shoot the content. Yeah. I then that, got the that cold. one and a half weeks later, she got sick. It was two days later. It wasn't which two made days to- later. It was two days later, which made total sure. sense. I was and like, then said to me, me it was because I was holding her phone. <laughs> But then you know what? I didn't even end up getting sick. It was just like that one day. I think I was just so tired. Mm. I think as I spoke about in my last podcast, it was like I would say like September, October, November, December did us anally no lube. Yeah, that's that's the analogy I would give. (laughs) I just feel like I was – not enjoying anything as much as I should have been. Like there were so yep. many great moments but because I was just so um, – I felt like I was on the defence. Yeah. Like the emails, they weren't stopping yeah. and it – it just felt like I was drowning but I had a life jacket on. So I wasn't drowning but I was mentally Yeah, I felt like I was out. on uh, speed. Like – I mean, and not not that I would know what that feels like. Not speed, maybe in fast forward mode. Yeah, like I just felt like it was from the minute I woke up till the minute I went to bed. There was always something Someone that had to be done. You. Yeah, I... there was either a job to be ticked off, or a kid to care for, or somewhere to take somebody else, or yep. or pick up some slack elsewhere. It was relentless. So it actually has been quite nice to kind of tone it down a little 100%. bit. Hundred percent. And I weird like this this feels deep, but mm-hmm. hear me out. I'm listening. I weirdly feel like, you know, in any relationship you go up and down and things get busy and don't. Mm-hmm. And I weirdly feel like we've come out the other end of last year mm-hmm. with a whole new appreciation for each other. Yes. Because you just did everything that I needed you to do mm-hmm. because you under this is your brand. Mm-hmm. You understood the timelines. Mm-hmm. You knew I'm hauling ass for you. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like we're in this really Nice space to yes. start the year knowing, not that you never knew I didn't have you back and I yeah, always yeah. knew you trusted me. It wasn't anything like that. But when you're really in the thick of it, it just, it's like, oh, fucking Lisa's calling me again. Lisa's, and I felt like, you know, how you feel. And now I just feel like we're like, okay, we survived. We pulled some pretty big shit off. You wrote a book. Mm-hmm. You have two podcasts. Like, it kind of just feels like, okay, 
we, we're going to go into this year with new intentions. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that or am I being weird? No, no, no. I I'm felt being weird. like No, not at all. I actually felt like at the last, the last three, four months of the year, mm. I felt like I, and I feel like it was a it was a bit of an eye opener for me because I feel like sometimes when shit gets really hard, yes, that's when you see people's true colors, right? Totally. And sometimes when the going gets hard, people just jump ship, right? Yep. Whereas I feel like we were flogged last year, the mm-hmm. back half of last year. Yep. And sometimes people work really well together, and other times, like in stressful situations, like for me and Ryan, we are not great. When there's a stressful situation at hand, yep. he get, he flies off the handle and yep. I I fire off at him. Yes, but I felt like what I noticed with us is that I felt like even though it was hectic, we worked really well together Agree. as a team. Yeah, and I felt like when I needed you know that little pump up, like when I was felt like I was drowning with the book, you were like, "Come on, man! Like yep. you're almost there. You home yep. stretch," and. Every time I felt like giving up, you were that little like voice in my head. And you weren't even the voice in my head. You were there in reality being like, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. it done. Right. I'm coming to your house. We're <laughs> going to get these bags packed. 100%. Right. And I feel like in stressful situations, you showed me that you are exactly the type of person I want on my team. Don't cry, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like, yeah. I feel like we needed, we didn't need a reset. No, mm. we, nothing was bad. Nothing was off. We were good. But we ha- we were trying to navigate through. This wasn't what this podcast was meant to what? be about. But we were trying to navigate through working together every yeah. minute of the day yep. to being really good mates. And how does that merge? Yeah. And how it merges is we just turn the fuck up for each other yep. every day. Yes. And it just felt like that. And now yep. I feel like you know we went out, we celebrated. Yes. And now I just feel like there's not a lot we can't do. Yes. And I just feel like it's a good... We're definitely in a good place. Yes. We absolutely did not want to come on and no, talk no, about we're talking this about working school. relationship. No, no, no. But, but I think it's nice. like Because Mandy was asking how things... And it, it just triggered. I was like, yeah. I feel really good. Yes. And I feel like I'm ready for new goals this year. Yes. Listen, I do look like... Um, Go and show bit, the camera. A little bit of an ice junkie. Is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. Look that Can way. you get that? Yeah. Can you get that one? <laughs> yeah. I kind of laid low on Sunday because I was like, I can't go out in public like this. And then I was like, if I spend one more day at home with my kids, I'm going to kill myself. Tell me about so- the school holidays. How, how have you been surviving? Um, <laughs> having Kobe, this was the first year because we obviously moved Kobe to a different preschool when we moved houses. And this is the first year that he's been at a preschool that takes some time off, like yeah. How dare they take yep. some time off the audacity Rude. of them? Yeah, and you know what? I get it. I get it. If you're mm. looking after kids all day, I mean, they deserve six weeks off. Thank God they only took three and a half weeks, but that has crushed my soul mm. because I've never had to have all three kids at home for such a long extended. And you've period. basically done it on your own, on my own, because Ryan's been working not for. He worked the yeah. whole way through. The part that I struggle with is that. Bobby and Charlie are actually at a really good age where I can take them out and we can go rock climbing yeah. or we can do we can do things like that bigger kids can ha- handle and manage. We can go for like a good hour-long bike ride and stuff. I don't own a bike, but I could walk with them. Whereas Kobe, Kobe prevents us from doing yeah. a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. So it's been tough and especially like the stuff that Charlie wants to do, Bobby doesn't want a fucking bar of it. Yeah. But I don't have the freedom to have days with Charlie or have days with Bobby on my own mm-hmm. because my parents have abandoned me. Uh, my in-laws, Moved have, down the coast. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, in-laws sure. have lived like an hour and a bit away. So it has been 
hard. The saving grace for me has been the street that we live in. Mm-hmm. It's the reason I moved into that house and the reason we bought it. It's there. It's filled with kids, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like an inbuilt vacation care almost and Mm. all the kids just run rampant around the streets and in and out of each other's homes and that has kind of kept me sane because sometimes they go across the road and they're swimming at you know Bowen Cody's house and then sometimes they're all at my house. What do you mean sometimes? Every every time I'm on the phone to you there's a hundred kids at your house. They are at my house a lot I'm not gonna lie. And I'm screaming like there's a hundred kids at my house but there's two. Uh, you would perish under the conditions. You would die, but it's the only way that because if I don't allow that to happen, and if I don't allow, yeah, like, then you have to entertain your kids. That's right. Yeah. I, they're like, "Mom, I'm bored." Yeah, "Mom, I'm bored." What do you mean you're bored? Go and look at a cloud. I used to look at clouds. I used to pick four leaf clovers. I would buy. I'd be down the bush, like building like cubby houses. Okay. I would write letters to my mum. You, you sound an old man. Why? What do you mean? Oh, when I was little, I used to do this. What did you used to do on school holidays? Don't tell me your parents used to occupy you. Oh, God, no. Yeah. No, no, no. So what um, would you do? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't think I was looking at Claire. Listen, all the same <laughs> stuff. We would go to the park, we'd have a pool, we were swimming, that sort of stuff. But yeah. I'm just saying you're sounding your age oh, when I you talk <laughs> about like, when I was young, we did this yeah. and you get off your, you know. Well, I am almost 40. That's terrifying, right? Well, there was no mobile phones. I, I mean, I don't know. Was there even colour TV back then? Jesus, look at her. I have to tell you this one funny story. Tell me. I have been waiting. I was going to put it on my Instagram, but I was like, I'm going to save it for the potty because... I want to hear it. So because I can't really do some one-on-one things with Charlie at the moment, and unfortunately a lot of the kids in the street are boys, Mm -hmm. uh, so... Bobby and Kobe have had loads of friends constantly and Charlie's kind of been on, on her own, so... I was like, let's go for a walk one night when we put the boys to bed. By walk, I mean like we just dawdled around the block. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because, you know, like you and I, we always talk in the car. Mm. When I jump in the car, it's when I make all my phone calls. Yep. I call my friends. I call this. Or I'm walking around the house with my earpods in. So mm-hmm. whenever I do the washing, I put my earpods in or if I'm cooking dinner. And I've always known that Charlie's a bit of a, like, she likes to She's listen. Listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know the extent of how much she listens. And oh. we were on the walk and she was chatting away and and we were talking about kids. And she was like, oh, did you, you know, you always wanted to have three. And I said, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I was one of three. So I felt like that was just what I always wanted. And I said, well, how many kids do you think you're going to have when you're older? Mm. She goes, oh, only two. Like, I'm only having two. And then I said, oh, okay, cool. She goes, and then I'll get the snip. <laughs> And I said, oh, no, baby, like, you don't get the snip. Like, that's what the boys do. And she goes, I thought you've had the snip. And I was like, no, doll, I have not had the snip. Right, like, daddy's had the snip because that's what helps. Very cute, right? And then I got onto the subject of cleaning her bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I have been saying for so long to people who, because we entertain a lot, I'm like, I entertain a lot and I'm like, I'm stress-free because – you know, we're renovating. And so right now the house is kind of like not a free-for-all. Like I still take care of it and pride of it, but I'm not like on edge about stuff because I do know it's getting renovated Mm -hmm. and it's fresh pain and this and that. And I was talking to her about keeping a room tidy and she goes, well, I mean, like what's the point? Because we're renovating. She's so funny. (laughs) And I was like, you're cunning. I was like, no, no, doll, we are renovating. Yeah. We're going to paint the walls and maybe like change your curtains. That does not mean that your clothes 
just can be scattered around the floor. Like she's leaving, she's leaving slime everywhere. I mean, you did send me a photo of Charlie's room, mm-hmm. and do you want to know what the first thing I thought was? She's me. I mean, okay. if I took a photo of your room. But can I tell you, Bobby, did you see the photo uploaded yes. today? Bobby's bedroom. Every single morning he wakes up, yep. he makes his bed, he tidies his room. His room is spotless every single day. Yep. So what? how do I have one child that's like me and one child that's well, the polar opposite? Well, Bobby's half of two people. So let's start. Ryan's even worse than me. He's not worse than you. He at least puts all his shit in one area, <laughs> which I had to pick up today, Ryan. Can I all just say. All your dirty clothes off the floor. I have moments where my room is filthy because I do a big try on or ho- overhaul of clothes or whatever. Mm. But I will multiple times a week tidy my room. Okay. Mm. Okay. Do Most of the times that I'm there. We're working. So that's why it looks like a shit show. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I've got to finish this story. So we've come home from the walk and we're having a shower. I wash her hair. She gets out. I'm drying myself off and she starts oh, – she's in her pyjamas. She starts going through my top drawer over near the corner and I don't even know what's in there. Like my Om- Omnilux LED masters. Anyway, I she feel like pull- I know where this is going. Yeah. She pulls out a pink clit sucker, right? Now, I am DTF. To the pair, right? The pair is I am loyal to the to the death. I did, however, go to an event for International Women's Day, and there was a goodie bag, mm. and they had say the c word again, yeah, yeah, a clit sucker, <laughs> clit. Are you all right? Is that what it does? Yeah. No, it goes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I tried it once, and I I wasn't a fan. It like it sucks up your clit, okay. and it, and then I was like. Like I need it to be any longer, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, yep. so I, I used it once and I was like, well, this is not for me. Discarded it into my drawer. So Charlie pulls it out. She was like, mum, what's this? Good. And I, I, had, I was like, think quick, Amy, think quick. And I was like, oh, it's, um, it, it's, it cleans out the pores on Shut your up. face. And she was like, the pores. And I said, yeah, yeah, you get like pores around here and like sometimes they f- get filled with gunk. I and know. She, <laughs> she was like... Show me how to use it. And fuck off. Like, no, no, no. And I was like, no, babe, just put it back. Like it's bedtime. She was like, just show me. And so she's turned it on and handed it to me. And so <laughs> for like five minutes, I'm rubbing a clit sucker over like my T zone <laughs> and next to my nose. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> how. Like, how is this my life? Like, what? if anyone came in and saw me, they would be like, what the fuck is happening right now? But I've got, wait, like, wait, so was it sucking your skin up? It's not that firm, but, okay. like, actually, I probably could be used as a pore cleaner. I don't know. If your pores are the size of a five-centimetre piece. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny story. And so it's very- she was like, can I have it? And I was like, over my dead body, can you have yeah, it? Yeah, these paws like, need cleaning I was like, of mummies. you're not going to get paws till like you're about 16, 18. I'll yeah? save it for you. You can have one then. I hope this poor girl doesn't go to school talking about this poor <laughs> sucker. Poor sucker. Well, I feel like. That, that is good thinking though. Good thinking, right? Because what else were you going to say? Well, do you remember when, um, I remember when Bobby, we were cleaning out the room and Bobby must have been five. We were cleaning out my brother's room. So last year. We were cl- <laughs> yeah, but it was like, I don't even know. No, because Tom had cleaned out most stuff, but his chest of drawers were in there. Mm. 
And it's disgusting to think that Tom had a vibrator, but it's obviously used for his girlfriend. And Bobby was like, what's this? And he's like, turned it on. It's like, and I was like, it's um, it's just a massage. Because obviously we've got a massage gun and it vibrates similar. Uh Massage thing, rah, rah. (laughs) We're very sexual. We're very sex positive in the household, but Mm. not at that age. Yeah. So we'll be discussing all of those things at, at 16, right? Or if they come to me earlier, we can have that chat. But at five, I was like. Feels too early. Mm -hmm." Yeah. So I was like, that's just a massage. Um, So he's walking around with a dildo massaging his own back. No. (laughs) We had um, all of my family over. So everyone got a massage with Tom's old vibrator. Was Tom there? Tom was there. Ben was there. My dad got a massage in the traps on the the back. Um, It was... Is everyone... Trying to hold a straight face, right? And this is Jossie's? I don't think it was Jossie's. I think it was maybe a girlfriend oh, before. Oh, stop, stop, stop. It was stop. weird. But, um, yeah, there's some weird shit that's gone on in that household. But It's quite on brand for you. It's, so br- it's it, on it doesn't brand. Feel, like if that happened to me, I would have died. What would you have done? if You would have had to think quick. Okay. That wouldn't happen to me. So where's your pair? In the box sealed up in my bedside You're table. And no, no, no. I've got to send it to a girl in Melbourne. No, you've got to send it to Siobhan. No, no, no. The girl in Melbourne won the Cora store and had mm. to re-give it. You had to redraw it because she couldn't use the Cora store in Melbourne. Oh. So this has got to go to her. Rach, we need another pair. For, yes, we do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. The, the mine one is already accounted for to somebody. Can you not keep it in the box? Can you get it out? Oh, think about it. Why are you so frigid? Uh, listen, <laughs> maybe I'm not. Maybe I just don't want to talk about this well, on a podcast that, that my mother-in-law. Maybe it's not in the box. Maybe it's not in the box. It's so in the box. Maybe it's not in the box. It's in the box. Maybe it's maybe it's been used. Uh, I mean, it's definitely in the box. Can I tell you another funny story? Yeah. When I was down the coast, I was yeah. talking to my mum and she was like proofing the book. Yes. And I must have mentioned something about the pear in the book. Like that's, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. And she was You're like, welcome, oh, is this Rachel. the pair? Yeah, is this the pair? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, so where does it go? And like, what does it? And I'm like showing her, like using, like showing her how to Good. hold it and this and that. And I said, do you want one? Because I'll get you one. She was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know if your dad, you know, is comfortable. Like I had to hide that I had a vibrator for like 10 years. And I was like, Why? She was like, oh, you know, men in that generation, they're not as open-minded and they took offence and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, no, but it's We're very true. We're unpacking a lot of We're unpacking a lot of stuff. stories. Is this, where, is this not where you thought this podcast was going to go? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it. This is, I this actually is... enjoy talking about this kind of stuff with you because I can see how much you squirm a little. I'm just trying to picture me talking to my mum about a vibrator. Yeah, my mum. No. Listen, your mum. She feel has like a would dream. She'd love it. I would. Yeah. I would die. Die. <laughs> what? Is Maybe it? give me some fireball. I've been drinking those fireballs that you've been plugging. Oh my god! For I free. Mean, if anyone has not tried them yet, oh. you don't even have to like whiskey, right? Can I just tell you though? Yeah. I- if you are a, a soft cock like myself, <laughs> whoa, you're right. To- Swearing. Two is more than enough. Well, they're like six point something percent. Six point right? two or so. I, I don't quote me. And they're so dangerous because you cannot. All taste. of a sudden, you're just like, woo! Like you're, mm. and I'm not used to that. Malibu doesn't do that. Yes. Midori doesn't do that. 
wine doesn't wine doesn't really do that. Wine, all of a sudden, you're just shit faced, yeah. and you don't know how you got there. Whereas you kind of feel all it's, the moments with the whiskey. It's like apple with a hint of cinnamon and then bubbles. And tell me is, that you've seen that meme where. Someone smells a candle and they're like, oh, my God, it smells like fireball. And the girl was like, no, like non-alcoholic cinnamon. Did you know that those fireball cans actually glow in the dark? No. Yes. Really? So many people sent me a message being like, they glow in the dark. And Did I'm you like, know that? No. Before that? Oh. But I tried it out. They full-blown glow in the dark. I mean, why? I, so I don't all know. of that tells me is we're day drinking if we didn't know that. <laughs> well, no, because it's been daylight savings. Okay, so no one's drinking after eight. Why do I get always so dizzy in this podcast room? It, no, don't say it or you make me dizzy. Oh, it's but confined do you not get... and there's not enough air. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like I'm falling short of oxygen. Just take a deep breath, babe. <sighs> Have a sip of water. I'll, I'll hold your potty up. Okay, go talk. Well, I went down the coast. I got a, <laughs> I've got a funny story for Tell you. Tell me your funny story. Okay, so we went down the coast. We went to Ryan's holiday house, Ryan's mm-hmm. parents' holiday house at Kalala Bay. Mm-hmm. Ryan has this, like, all he ever says to Bella is Kalala Bay because she can't pronounce it properly. Mm-hmm. So you can, anyway, we finally go down there. Anyway, we're driving home. We've been there for four days. We're driving home. We timed it for Bella's nap time. She's not napping. Yeah. She's like, piss off, mum. She, she's singing B-I-N-G-O-B the two hours. <laughs> two hours of her singing that. Mia's got her headphones in. She's watching something on the iPad. And Ryan's trying to talk to me and I'm like, hey, I, can you hear that? He's like, just zone it out. I'm like, no, I no, can't no. either. I, I can't zone it out. I need you to yell at her. <laughs> because it, when he yells, it's scarier. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he goes, oh, my God, your nose is going to fall off. If you keep singing. Mm. And she goes, no, it's not. And then Ryan goes, take a photo of her. So we take a photo of her. She keeps singing. And I said, so then we all start going, oh, my God. Oh, my God, your nose has fallen off. We should have said mouth. I don't know why we said nose. Anyway, so. (laughs) Are you looking for a photo in your phone? Oh, my God. We black her nose out. So you've taken a photo of her and then you've done a scribble of her (laughs) nose in black and then you've shown her. And did she freak out? Did she? She's so dumb. <laughs> that, is, that is quite literally uh, genius. <laughs> did she stop? Yes. <laughs> Whatever works, man. She's hit her really cute but really annoying era. And the thing is because Mia's quite grown up now, like mm. we've really watched her this, this, this school holidays has been a big growth for her, I don't know, for her everything. Yeah. And so Bella's the only one you can still trick with shit like that. And yes. it's quite cute and all the things, but peak B-I-A, and she doesn't even know the words. It's like, it's old McDonald had a farm. You don't go straight to B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> it's you like cracking the shits at your two-year-old for not knowing the words properly. She's nearly three, firstly. Oh, she's nearly, I mean, she's she three. better then. Right? What an idiot. And then Ryan's like, there's a horse, quick, B-I-N-G-O. And I was like. What's wrong with you? Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. That song, right? And on that farm, farm he had a horse, E-I-E-I-O, with a neigh. Yeah, but she's skipping oh. that and just going straight to B-I-N-G-O. And I was like, 
No, Bingo yeah. was only one of the fucking Nemo. Do you not all the rest? So when I was driving down the coast with my three on my own, I was like, "Sweet, I'll put my earpods in. I'll just make phone calls to like girlfriends yeah. and whatnot." Yeah. And my kids sing, "This is a song that doesn't end." Oh, I would. And it goes on and on, my friends. Who, Some people who taught them that? In front, not knowing what it was, but they'll continue singing it forever just because it this was is a, a song, song that, that doesn't end. <laughs> and I'm going, "Oh yes, it does." And I'm like chiming in because that's what my mum and you. My mum and dad used to. I did not teach them that. I would have given myself a fucking uppercut if I had taught myself Mm -hmm. that. I remember doing that to my mum and dad. And then I also remember singing McDonald's, McDonald's, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza pizza Hut when we used to plead. God, we were losers. We're massive losers. But that was how we would plead with Big B to stop at McDonald's. And let me tell you, in the whole year of being (laughs) under his, um, you know, wing, uh, I think we got McDonald's maybe five times. And he was like, no, you've got a banana in a roll. And that was, he would pack lunches for us. And, wow. we, would be, and we would plead, like, please, just let us get a Happy Meal. Yeah. Nah, so when we did get it, we it would be like all of Christmas. the stars have combined. We've got a few things coming up. I have a whole PR schedule ahead yeah. of me for this book. I had a meeting with the PR lady from <laughs> Alan and Unwin yesterday Unwin, Alan and Unwin, Alan and you, Unwin. You should. I should really get that know right. that, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's Alan and Unwin. <clears throat> yeah. I had a big meeting with her yesterday. She's got some like TV spots. There'll be some radio interviews. Exciting. There'll be some um, articles that come out. We're going to do an event. I'm hopefully, I'm hoping we do like a Rise and Wine event. Yep. And maybe tie it in around. She said it too early. Don't give her the sweats up. <laughs> Maybe around the launch, like publication is the 3rd of April. Um, That's also kind of Easter, so it might be a little bit hectic, but we will work something out. But I think in between now and then, (sighs) we've got a few things in the pipeline, which obviously we can't talk about just yet because we don't know if they're 100%. Can't talk about them if... Before they've hatched, basically. Yep. We don't catch it. We don't count our chickens before they hatch. And I hate being that, you know, bit of a cocksucker that's like, oh, we've got something exciting in the pipeline, but you don't get to know what it is, even though we've kind well, of. It's just more just done we, that. Need a, we need a contract. <laughs> we need a contract and we need an affirmed date of, yeah. But we will be back. We've got some, well, I've got some exciting guests coming on. Yes. Lisa. We'll probably get her back on. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, you want to come back in? Yeah, Maybe we'll thanks. bring an oxygen mask in so we can breathe better. Good. And hopefully we can share some exciting news with you guys soon. Sounds good. All right, love you and leave you guys. And happy new year. And I hope 2024 is going to be our best year yet. I hate when people say that, but there it is. Love it. Bye. 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 Bye.